Hey everyone, uh, this is Dan Albert of The Fight Site. You may remember me from classics such as Depressed Us, We Ripped Off Heavy Hands People Off Bloody Elbow and whatnot. Um, so once again, I'm back with um, another classics podcast. With me is the usual two men who had a date last night and he is a very happy young lad. How are you, sir? <laughs> Does everyone need to know that I've Did had a you date? fuck Tumen? <laughs> yes. In fact, I fucked a lot. It was very good. Thank you. Okay, this podcast <laughs> is ruined. Who cares? Um. <laughs> anyways. Moving um, on. Moving on to more important things. Uh, we also have a uh, special guest with us today. A One of our patrons um, who goes by the name of Operator. She is a professor at some place that will remain undisclosed please don't bother how are you today doing all right should be doing better after we watch this extremely violent fight i that's true. i'm just here for the companionship and the violence absolutely dan so, albert dan, dan has made it his mission so like to basically bait people into bothering us both <laughs> a professor at an undisclosed location. Do you know what people, how people would react to that? <laughs> they would try and disclose the location. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Listen. Dan Albert here with two people you should definitely not bother. A mysterious professor at an undisclosed institution and this guy who fucks. <laughs> That's very true. See, every podcast, they ruin my life. So this is my revenge by, um, you know, thanks. Anyways. Um, anyway, how's your sex life? <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> Anyways, uh, actually important things. Um, so this pod uh, for today. So today is a bit of a special one for me personally because we're doing the Matthew Saad Muhammad pod. And if you've ever seen Matthew Saad Muhammad before, you already know what's coming. But if you don't, you're definitely not prepared either. So Matthew Saad Muhammad background. Um, so the 175-pound boxing division kind of has a storied history. Uh, Matthew Saad Muhammad kind of came at the time of probably the, one of the more stacked eras, the late 70s, early 80s, where basically everyone was super competitive with each other, and you got some of the greatest action fights you've ever seen. And uh, Saad kind of became the top of the mountain. But the thing is, he kind of has this problem... Whereupon he, um, I don't know if it's poor energy expenditure or if just like mental lapses, but he's this insane physical force. He's deceptively good with his jab, but he kind of gets hit a lot is the layman's term way of describing it, um, which is good for entertainment reasons, but bad for his health because um, two years from this fight we're about to watch, he does not look nearly as fast it's kind of terrifying um so but anyways the fight we're gonna watch is uh, my personal favorite fight of his career and one of my all-time all-time favorite fights um the 1980 fight of the year between matthew saw muhammad against an opponent he already beat a guy named yaki lopez um lopez is another one of the top fighters of the era uh, Lopez has had, I think, about four attempts at winning the 175-pound belt at this point. Hasn't succeeded uh, for a number of reasons. Very tough competition, very close decisions, etc. But Lopez was very, very good. And uh, Saad would call this fight afterwards probably the hardest of his career. Um, 
this fight is really, really, really good. Um, and just to tell you how good it is, if you've ever seen Roberto Duran versus Sugar Ray Leonard's brawl in Montreal, um, the only reason that fight didn't win fight of the year is because this one happened. And um, I think it's very, very close between them, but I do think it's deserved. And that's my intro. This fight is absolutely astounding, and I hope you enjoy. All right. So uh, let's get this thing going since you've hyped oh, yeah. everyone up. Absolutely. Um, if you're checking this out on YouTube, uh, the account is Spyro Gyro. Uh, the video length is about 50 minutes, 9 seconds. If you're listening to the audio recording of this, if you're watching this on Patreon, um, well, you're, you should be seeing the video, so, you know. Um, without further ado, I'm going to begin, um, and it will be showing Lopez's record of 51 wins, 9 losses, and I'm going to start the video for those watching in 3, 2, 1, go. Um... Operator and Iggy, if you're on the sync tube, if you unpause it, uh, it should be playing. Is it playing? Yeah, it's playing. Yeah. I'm currently, currently showing Matthew Saad Muhammad his record, mm -hmm. imposing with the belt. Yeah, I had a, a moment of, I forgot to unpause it, and I was like, why is this so choppy? <laughs> Credentialed professor here. Okay, so Lopez is a tad older, a teensy mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. But uh, I suppose it makes sense that Saad Mohammed uh, has a bit more mileage on him compared to Lopez. Would that be right, then? Um, definitely for Saad, but like it's not really by that much because everyone kind of beat the hell out of each other in this era. Mm. Yeah. Also, and the other thing about Matthew Saad Mohammed is um, he is one of the most psychotically durable, tough fighters I've ever seen. Like, I, I can't express this enough. The guy is legitimately one of the toughest fighters to ever compete. Just made of iron. And we're... And the fight is on. Here we go. So, kind of the key to this fight is understanding that um both guys really like to use their lead hands. But both guys kind of have this problem where they easily kind of lapse in focus and just decide to go, Screw it, we're just going to fight. Right? And it leads to kind of this, this, this constant back and forth where both guys are working their jabs and then suddenly they start going to war. <laughs> the other thing about this fight is um, it's kind of a gradual build. So this will be the slowest round of the fight. I mean, not saying much since, uh, since they're fairly active anyway. <laughs> so Mohammed already going to the body with the white mm -hmm. right and uh, the jab. Another combination yep. to the body. Yeah. Lopez is working um, off that lead hand, mostly to kind of, like, allow Sod to keep turning. And, like, it's kind of a battle of, like, directions who can control, like, the dance right now between the jabs. But Sod's body shots are kind of making it hard for him to do that. Yeah. Uh, Lopez is kind of, like, trying to circle and jab. But he's not really, like, uh, doing a great job of uh, circumnavigating the wide rights to the body and uh, the body attack in general. And Mohammed so far is doing a good job of stifling mm -hmm. his movement this way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the other thing is, um, of the two jabs right now, Sod's is a little better because he's doubling up on it. But he's mm -hmm. also timing it a little bit more as Lopez kind of resets. Whereas Lopez is kind of just using it to move. Yeah, and Lopez is mm -hmm. just kind of 
taking a bit more time to uh, get going, unlike Saad. It's kind of funny, though, because Saad is kind of a slow starter. Yeah. So. Do you have any parallels in MMA for those of uh, our listeners and viewers who perhaps are coming from more of an MMA background, uh, from an angle of an MMA fan? What sort of analogy would you provide for Saad Mohammed? Who would you compare um, him to? Who makes things way harder for himself than he should? That's a lot of MMA fighters. Poirier, <laughs> um, kind of. I was just about to say Poirier. Yeah. If Poirier, if Poirier was a, if you know Saad was a little more defensively sound and didn't have like one big glaring weakness. So yeah, the fights opened up a lot now. Yeah, Mohammed like, just. Uh, opened up right uh, to Lopez's body and <laughs> fairly reckless exchange right there. Yeah, the thing um, about Saad is he's a, this insane physical force. Mm -hmm. um, so Lopez really, really has to avoid like getting into a firefight unless he out-exchanges him. And, but Lopez is really capable in the firefight too. It'll, like Actively, like he's starting to read the jab of Saad by the end to get in. So that's kind of big for him. Lopez active with the jab. Yeah, he's mixing starting up mixing to it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that kind of dulls the trigger, because what Saad was doing was countering with the left hook mm -hmm. to the body or upstairs, and now he's kind of having a harder time doing Wide that. uppercut to the body there. Lead uppercut mm -hmm. by Saad Muhammad to the body. Once again, going with the wide right. Yeah, the r wide right's really effective because it stops Lopez from getting that jab going. Because, like, Lopez keeps trying to circle to the left, and that just stops him in his tracks. So now Lopez is kind of trying to, like, mess with feints and draw those responses out of Saad so he can get inside. He's kind of, like, went on the front foot a little bit, trying to lead more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing a good job defensively, much better than in the first round, but there's a cross-counter by Saad Mohammed that connected slightly. Mm -hmm. Not very flush, but still. A warning the other sign. thing, Lopez is kind of realizing Saad kind of overextends, so he can kind of like out-position him a little bit. Mm -hmm. And on the inside right there, Lopez kind of has the edge if he's able to smother him. Yeah, when Lopez jabs with Saad Mohammed, I think he has more success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because previously, like, he was jabbing after or before him, and now he's jabbing with him. Yeah. Like, and Saad has a really, really good jab. Yeah. Too if, deceptive. Like, this isn't the best display of it, but it's d really, really effective. Yeah. If any of our uh, listeners and viewers uh, have uh, any prior sparring or training experience, uh, notice that whenever you go your turn, my turn, you, you have a lot less success than when you just interrupt someone else's combination or lead attacks with your own so basically just jab with them and uh, exchange with them and that would you be also notice that like he's taking advantage of Saad's ring craft like he's actively following him with the jab because Saad can't jab back that easy because mm -hmm. Saad's also crossing his feet and then look yeah. at that like Saad kind of overextends on those hooks Wild so Lopez check hooks him
Yeah, Saad is definitely yeah. looking for that left hook. Yeah. Now, another problem Saad has is when he kind of gets his back to the ropes, he doesn't do a lot. He kind of just lets the other guy hit him. He tries to fire back, but uh, it's mostly like, once again, your turn, my turn kind of thing. Yeah, Not really. that's a good way of describing Saad. But, um... The other thing is, um, the commentators have mentioned this, but a sod is cut over the right eye. Yeah, the thing with the footage from the 80s and from earlier eras, it's kind of like hard to notice any cuts or bruises unless they're really evident, like really pronounced. But yeah, the commentary has mentioned that he may have a cut. Lopez is hooking off the jab, and he just faked it right there to land that right. And it's really messing with Saad. Like, it's a great way to break rhythm and prevent Saad from countering him and keep that pressure on. Yeah, I like how he threw a long right hand and then immediately retracted his upper body in order uh, to not be there for the hook. He's got the timing on the hook. Mm -hmm. The other thing is it's no longer kind of a circling battle anymore. It's more like straight line. Mm -hmm. And that's why Lopez is kind of having the upper hand, because he learned how to jab and counter. Mm -hmm. Saad, once again on the ropes. Not really circling off, angling off, just sort of like taking it. Look at Saad right here. Yeah, and... Especially when you're trying to get comfortable in the pocket, like doing your turn, my turn is basically the worst way to do it. I mean, just speaking as like from the point of view of training and getting better at sparring in certain situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Oh, another good parallel for Sod. Like you have to be firing when they're firing. More. Yeah. Another good parallel for Sod. Um, it's kind of a little contrived, but um, in some ways, um, Jorge Masvidal kind of concedes too much to his opponent's fight. Oh, yeah. Except Saad would be more, more like if Masvidal just kind of like was like, screw it, hit me. And was in wars always. It's, uh, I can see where you're coming from. And yeah. uh, I would say it's, that... It's, it's hard to drive like full-on comparatives, but... Um, yeah, Masvidal is just sort of content to fight it out in all phases. And Mohammed is the same way, but uh, in a boxing contest uh, context. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, right now, he uh, seems to have found his rhythm, starting to fire back. Yeah, it's kind of a control of who's able to jab first. So Saad's like trying to double jab. Yeah, trying to regain his initiative. In the, the other in thing sense. is like, Lopez is like trying to dip under to get that jab advantage. But that's why Saad's double jabbing to like try to get the upper yeah, hand. Yeah, nice double jab into a right hand there. Yeah, so barely the grazed up. Lopez's face. People always talk about how uh, boxing used to be more violent, and uh, in a sense, I agree. But they, some people also tend to point out that boxing used to be 15 rounds, and that since uh, boxing fights are now 12 rounds. It's uh, somehow less dangerous for the fighters, but really... There, 
there have been some insanely violent fights in the last decade, like Chocolatito, yeah. Sorum Visai, yeah, Tim basically, Bradley, my Tim Bradley is, Provodnikov. It's my, like, yeah, my point is, fighters will fight according to the rule set, and so since the fight is twelve rounds, mm-hmm. fighters will simply adjust their pace to the to, to the appropriate pace of for twelve rounds. Nothing changes really. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say when people say that, are they referring to any other adjustments to the rules that were made? Other than cutting the, yeah, I didn't think so. Like, other than cutting the number of rules, what would have, um, changed to change the violence meta in boxing? Nothing. Really, the only thing that changed is that, uh, uh, referees are way too willing to break up clinches right now. So Mm -hmm. basically, the art of infighting has, uh, faded a lot from modern boxing. Yeah, you don't see a whole lot of, like, really savvy infighting stuff in boxing. Josh Taylor does a lot of, Things you'll see older boxers do, but Josh Taylor works a- under Lee Wiley, doesn't he? Yep. So yeah, basically, since Lee Wiley is a a student of boxing, as a historian and an analyst, he is uh, currently trying to implement the same things that he saw classic fighters do, and Josh Taylor is trying attempting that now, and he has uh, a reasonable amount of success doing that. Oh, leaping left hook <laughs> by Saad Mohammed. Yeah. Oh. Massive combinations. In case you haven't figured it out yet, Saad is a really mean body puncher. It's weird because it's hard to take Saad Muhammad out of his rhythm when he gets going. But mm-hmm. unless he's... Uh, unless you... Like, basically, if you prevent him from entering range, his preferred range, you can work... Uh, you have the space to work. Oh. And big right hand by Lopez just a couple of seconds ago. I think um, I've always thought about that. And I think I've talked with Kyle McLaughlin about it. But I think another problem is Saad um, kind of had energy expenditure. Because, like, you can tell he throws hard. No, oh, yeah, he just some, goes nuts. Yeah, and at some point that kind of, like, wears him down. I don't know if it's also mental lapses, but... But, I, I, I don't know, he's kind of a weird one. Lopez is, like, out-positioning him constantly on the inside. Ooh, I, big unless, left uppercut by uh, Muhammad. But sometimes, yes. But sometimes, yes. Saw it snapped pounded. Lopez's head back. The editing on this recording is weird. <laughs> yeah. It feels like some chunks are missing, but... uh, Mm -hmm. I think it was recorded... A lot of these older fights were recorded on VHS because they were broadcasted. Yeah, makes sense. Lopez was looking for a check hook right there. Fell Mm -hmm. just short. Just yeah, part of Lopez is part of the problem with Lopez is that he's kind of being a little too lead hand reliant in this fight. Yeah, every time he threw a good right hand, it connected, but he's not throwing it a lot. Yeah, like it's easy to see why because it's like I got a jab with this guy because that other guy has a really good lead hand, but it's like mm. it it's constantly not letting um, him really really control this fight as much as he should. Yeah, be. he's really concerned about uh, not letting Saad Muhammad fight his fight and thus. He sort of like 
feels a bit more comfortable and safer trying to basically lead with his only his left hand. Uh, Sod's really putting the power into that jab now because like the the other problem is Lopez throws himself off balance with the that was a mean Ooh. body shot, nasty body shots, my Mohammed. Once again, the wide right. Yeah, and this time it's like Lopez is going to the right instead, so it's like a great way to punish that. Lopez didn't really, like, land anything, but keeping that jab in Sod's face corners him consistently. He's making him work. Uh, and for now, it's uh, really, like, all that matters. But he's now, now he's got him cornered. Connected with good body shots there, right hand. Oh, Another See, when shot. he got when he got that against him the ropes is just really his volume gets completely muted. He becomes way up. too passive, and right now he goes Very to work. Passive. Yeah, Sod kind of taunts him every single time, but he's getting his ass kicked every single. I mean, that's kind of like the mead mugging thing that many fighters do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. To hurt. be fair, if I was Matthew Sod Muhammad and I was as stupid oh, as him, massive left hook by Muhammad there. Lopez just took it. Lopez fires back with a body shot. Yeah, Lopez is way more active on the ropes when he's cornered, and right now he's got Saad Mohammed yeah, cornered. He gets, yeah, he, yeah, he gets out. it because like Saad is much more physical than he is, so he's got to like control the positioning. Some nice action on the inside there, head to head, at the end of the round. Good ending to the round. Lopez went back to the circling and jabbing, trying to reset, I presume, sort of uh, get into his, back into his groove. Big whiff on the right hand. Yeah, neither guy has really established like full control this fight yet. Lopez is winning more of the rounds because he's landing a bit more and controlling just a bit more, but he hasn't fully been able to like get everything. Yeah, he's not establishing the threat of his power enough, just enough to make Muhammad uh, feel wary about entering range, and then leaping left hook connects. The problem the is Saad right just now. hits. Saad can just explode just like that, and Lopez can't really do that. Yeah. So Lopez, Lopez has to expand. Lopez is not using his physicality enough, the threat of his power enough, and this is letting Saad Muhammad back into the fight. To be fair to Lopez, though, Saad is psychotically durable. True, true. But yeah. against uh, guys like Muhammad, this is what you have to do. Oh. <laughs> Just massive uppercut by Lopez connects. Another uppercut. Yeah, check hooks and uppercuts by Lopez, like, great way to chain or, like, close the door. Yeah, this is what he has to do more. He has oh, nice. Lopez needs more of it. He kind of engaged too much in that fight there, but he got the upper hand, and now he's, like, hooking off the jab to, like, close the door on Muhammad entering in. That's Great the jab. Job. The jab hook mix-up of Lopez is nice. I like oh. it. Really pretty. Yeah, and he paired it with the right hand there. That's something he needs to do more often. I think that was the first clinch this fight has had, which is wild. There was one prior to that, and they basically just hugged it out and then separated immediately. <laughs> Big whiff by Muhammad again. 
Mohamed is getting wild. But then again... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's think. not... Yeah, Lopez has made it really hard for him to enter. Oh. And now... now Love those uppercuts. We're getting to the infight. Yeah. Yeah, Lopez is using the cross-arm guard on the inside to, like, really smother and prevent Saad from working that body, but also, like, create just enough room to work. Lopez is doing real good work right now in the mid-range and on the inside. Oh, I love that little feint he just did with the rear hand. Like, that stuff he should do way more. Big right hand by Lopez and connects to the body. This space is relentless. Yeah, it's absolutely wild. Like, it's crazy because, like, it's been a lot of the same dynamics, but, like, neither guy has given the other guy much room to breathe. The other thing is, like, there's been a lot of movement, too. It's not, like, toe-to-toe. So, like, both guys are constantly having to watch their head head and, like, work their feet a lot. So, And that takes a lot of energy, too. Yeah. The volume is also fairly overwhelming from both sides. I mean, for all the defensive flaws of Muhammad, what he's good at, uh, weirdly enough, is uh, defense in the pocket. Yes, he's for really sure. comfortable there. His yeah. head movement is excellent. Yeah, when Saad gets that, the other thing he's really known for is his jab. Like it's better on display against John Conte, who is one of the best jabs ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least at 175 pounds, because Saj Jab competes with that. Like, here oh, it's not massive as... massive shots to the body by Mohammed. Yeah. How is Lopez taking them without tiring out is beyond me. Oh, a big checker. Giant checkhook by Lopez. The thing is, whenever, like, they right get on the, the inside, right Saad... Whenever they get on the inside, Saad just comes back up, and that's a trigger for Lopez to hit that checkhook every time. Yeah. Yeah, Lopez has figured out how to hit him on the ropes consistently. Don't know what Lopez was waiting there. Yeah. Lopez is also expending a lot of energy in this fight himself. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and he's been hammered to the ribs. Both guys have been working the body pretty consistently. Sought a bit more. Oh, big uppercut by Muhammad. Massive hook. Oh! That hook, that one stunned Lopez. Lopez kind of got a little predictable on the inside with that uppercut. Yeah, the, the hard, one of the hardest things about fights like this is not letting yourself run out of ideas and continue mixing things up. Because it's yeah, easy or for reapply, a fight... Or, yeah, or reapplying the same ideas. Yeah. This is what everyone talks about when they talk about fight, a fighter's discipline. Being able to fight tired or being able to fight at a pace that is uncomfortable for you, while still maintaining that discipline, and not writing out of ideas. This is really the crux of the mental fortitude of a fighter. It's not just physical durability. It has to work in tandem. I have something to say. So, I'm not going to say a whole lot this next round, but this round, round 8, is my favorite round ever. (laughs) Hmm. You'll see why. I'm not going to say 
a whole lot. Just have fun. Oh, big lead uppercut by Muhammad. Another check hook by Lopez. (laughs) A big combination of one twos in multiple uh, multiple one twos in quick succession by Lopez. Lopez is kind of looking beat up right now. I'm starting to see why Dan said it's his favorite round, because there's lots of head-to-head infighting action. Here we go. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. How many lead hooks was (laughs) that in a row? amazing. (laughs) Oh, big right hand by Lopez. Ooh, another right hand. Holy shit. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking hell, Lopez. Lopez has just <laughs> had just unloaded on Muhammad. Look at him laugh. <laughs> Lopez banging away at Muhammad while he smirks. <laughs> <laughs> Insane. What in the fuck? Told ya. An exchange of left hooks, both connected. Lopez has visibly slowed down, let it all out in that prior spurt. Oh! Oh! Big whiff. Lopez looks staggered. Massive uppercut by Mohammed. Mohammed going to town on Lopez. This is a real your turn, my turn situation in an entirely different way. (laughs) Yeah. And this is why Mohammed is such a physical beast. Yet another example of Mohammed weathering the storm. A really massive storm of punches. A hail of punches by Lopez. And right now it's Lopez's turn. (laughs) Yeah, I've been mostly quiet because this is actually my first Muhammad fight, and I've just been trying to take everything in, but yeah. holy shit. <laughs> yeah, so um, was I right? What the fuck? That was yeah, that, tremendous. That is, that is one of the greatest rounds I have ever seen, period. Yeah, it's, um, it's completely batshit. I think it speaks for itself. There's still more. Which God, is and speaking of the mental toughness of fighters, to for Lopez to have to to just completely, you know, unload everything on Muhammad and just come back like a fucking Terminator. Jesus Christ! This brick is not going out. So the thing <laughs> is, at this point in the fight, Lopez is actually ahead like seven to one on the scorecards. Uh. Hmm. It's I'm either not seven, sure about that, 
but uh, broadly no, it, speaking, yes. I would agree. I suppose, but not. Yeah, that he definitely way. agrees ahead. I haven't. Lopez is definitely ahead. How much it's by is up to you, I guess. But he's ahead. Yeah. Most scorecards tend to have it seven-one at this point. I would say I would agree, but that's uh, too much, uh, too wide for my liking. How I would yeah, I know. It. it does feel a little wide, but yeah, mm-hmm. right now this is kind oh. of like the breather round. But you know, Sod's just pressing forward because it's like I gotta make this guy work. But the thing is, Sod's also tired. <laughs> Lopez is uh, definitely taking as much time as possible to regain his senses. Yeah. He can regain his bearings. And still jabbing. Still not let, trying his best to not let Muhammad back into the fight. Yeah. Like, Muhammad does seem a little tired in the sense that what he's throwing looks a little bit slower to the eye, but it's or so it's like how he's throwing it but not what he's throwing he's still like uncorking big shots his shot selection still makes sense yeah it's not like complete disaster when sometimes in mma you see fighters blow their load and then everything they throw is just complete nonsense like spinning back fists like 50 spinning uh, elbow attempts in a row or like a flying knee the i'm not tired flying knee <laughs> oh my god, another comparison. Corey Sandhagen. Oh, for fuck's oh, god. sake. Except if Corey Sandhagen actually had way better ideas. Either that or Kyla Phillips. Or Aljamain Sterling. A lot of bantamweights do that, come to think of it. Wonder why. I did write a thread the other day on why Aljo is going to have a really hard time with Jan because no one else has spelled it out. But, you know. Uh, I mean, everyone knows that he's going to have a tough time, except some really interesting people, I'd mm -hmm. say. But, you know. We will get to that when the time comes. I. Yeah, Mohammed is breathing heavy. But he's still going. Yeah, it's like, if the other guy's going to take a break, I might as well work. There was uh, a tiny cheeky jab after the break but they shook hands yeah. all in good sport like the, yeah these two guys like know each other well this is their rematch and it's mm. like both guys have a ton of respect for each other and they, I mean they'd have to even if they didn't at this point Yeah, the thing about boxing pacing, it's, it's interesting because there, the fights, because the fights are long. You have plenty mm -hmm. of time to work out your tactics and sometimes you have these great shifts in momentum because the other guy took a couple rounds off and then stumbled upon an adjustment that he previously couldn't think about. Yeah, Gil Clancy is talking about that right now. He's kind of saying like, like, it's good that Lopez took a break, but can he get back into that gear he is? Yeah, that's always before. the question. So far, the answer is kind of no, because, like, Muhammad's tired, but he's still working. Yeah. Muhammad's basically oh. just grinding Lopez out now, right now. Uncorking right hands over and over again, Muhammad. Yeah, the other thing is, Saad's only throwing at him if, like, it makes sense to. Like, yeah, it's not just empty volume. Burst. 
Mohamed has excellent shot selection on the offense whenever he is on the front foot. Yeah, if for those listening who think that I've been a little hard on Sud, don't you worry, he's one of my favorite fighters of all time. I think his career speaks for itself. Unbelievably entertaining. I mean, he deserves about, to have a movie. When you care about something or someone, uh, criticizing them is the best way of showing that you appreciate them, <laughs> because you know what to look for. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's why I criticize my husband so much, really. Definitely. Not that he deserves the criticism, I'm just being hard on him. That fucker, Mr. Rowe. <laughs> that check hook bothered Muhammad quite a bit. Yeah, he did and not like it. Did not enjoy that one. Yeah. Don't know if you've noticed how red Muhammad's shorts are, but, um... Mm. Yeah, that. Becoming... Yeah, you can see that they're orange in the grainy VHS rip uh, <laughs> quality. What the fuck is this exchange? Alright, what's this? What's this? Gloves. Oh, uh, the glove. Sake. Glove wrappings came loose. It happens. That was a really effective word. Yeah, Lopez kind of adopted more defense this round, and, like, that good check hook kind of turned the tide for him a bit, but otherwise, yeah. Still kind of a problem. He's going to need, like, to really push. Though the question is also, how tired is Sod at this point? There's, like, a question of what you have to do, what setups you need to use. Because one way of curtailing another person's volume is to connect with power shots and make them wary about trying to engage with you. On the other hand, throwing single power shots tires you out, especially if you miss with them. But then again, trying to out-volume someone when you're exhausted and the other guy is pouring on, pouring it on, it's just, like, it's, it becomes a bit of a double-edged sword and kind of a sort of, like, fucked if you do and fucked if you don't sort of situation. And so far, Lopez, I think, is doing a good enough job, a decent enough job of trying mm -hmm. to find a mix of, a of these two approaches that works. Mohammed still goes to the body. Gotta hand it to them. Yeah, the Big thing is, like, if Muhammad. Lopez himself is really tough, so it's like, well, if I can't break him upstairs, I gotta break him downstairs, so that limits his mobility. No, of course. Because that's been, like, the one thing Lopez has been consistent at. Like, he can outmaneuver Mohamed. And now he's back to the jab. Another jab hook mix-up by Lopez. The other thing is Mohamed's cut, too, so Lopez is targeting that cut over the right eye a bit. Mohammed likes that leaping left hook, even though it scarcely connects. But I guess, as a way to circumnavigate Lopez's movement, he has to use it. Because his uh, ringcraft is not as advanced. Yeah, you have to, like, learn to close the distance. So even if it's not, it's gonna whiff, like, it is a throwaway to help you close that gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
The other thing is, um, to counteract Sod's jab, Lopez is actively catching it. Oh, there's... Yeah, and... The, there you go. Muhammad was able to s- cut Lopez off. There's Lopez's damn check hook again. This is, uh, back in the phone booth. In the infight, Mohammed is both, uh, it, like, paradoxically, even though he's larger, he's a bit of a, he's at a, operating at a bit of a disadvantage because uh, Lopez is uh, a bit shorter and he stands a bit, uh, a bit more hunched over, and so he's able to uh, utilize more advantageous head positioning in the po- in the pocket or in the infight mm-hmm. and use his shoulder. Yeah, more. I think. Yeah, I think. S- the only rational way uh, you could probably look at it is Sod's probably just trying to make him work. Yeah. He's trying to lean on Lopez and make him carry his weight. The other <laughs> thing is, one of them is working the body still way, way more. Some football person in the audience don't know who that is. Someone probably knows. Ray Perkins. I don't know who Ray Perkins is. No, I don't know who Ray Perkins is. (laughs) His name is Ray Perkins. The famous Ray Perkins. I'm sure he's He's, famous. uh, He's the audience stand-in. Like, he represents all of us viewing the fight. Ray Perkins. We're all Ray Perkins. I don't know. Ray Perkins looked pretty bored, so I don't know how much of a stand-in he is. Yeah. Lopez has gone back to catching oh. with that rear hand yeah. to, in order to set up the counters, but it also like lets him stand more in front of Muhammad. He's sort of like fighting from a bit of a Blackburn crouch, uh, like a stance where you put your rear hand in front of you and you sort of hunched over and hide behind mm-hmm. your shoulder. Yeah, it's also a trigger for him to know when, like, when he can safely throw back. Yeah, when, whenever the jab connects, he knows he can connect. Probably is like Sod keeps touching him in order to like get him to the ropes. Yeah. And Lopez isn't as strong as he was earlier to turn him. Yeah, the thing about it, you can also like use your jab to dull another person's senses, their reflexes. Oh, fun touch. fact: the coach on the right is actually formerly Sonny Liston's coach. Huh? Uh, whose coach He's is been, that? Yeah, uh, that's Sod's coach. He has been mad at him this whole fight. <laughs> And again, Sonny Liston has a, had a really dynamic jab, which uh, Muhammad sometimes shows, and uh, sometimes he just does this. <laughs> that uppercut hurts Saad a bit. These guys are fuck oh. off tough. Oh, what in the fuck? Yeah, Saad's really going for it now. Cause he... What the hell? Oh, Lopez is Lopez finding is his sh- spots to connect, but Mohammed is wildly outnumbering, the, uh, uh, overwhelming him with punches. Yeah, Saad's hit. Saad's going for like the. I'll take one if it means I can land ten on you at this point. And it's like the fact it's that this getting, is round twelve is ridiculous. 
It's nuts. Like this output. And it's not turning into a trash fire. They're still employing the same tactics that worked for them prior mm -hmm. to that. Oh. oh, I love that little frame Saw just did with his elbow just to push. Round 13. Nice jabs by Lopez. Yeah. Lopez has really, like, kicked up his discipline and back into gear. It's just he can no longer avoid those engagements that much anymore. Yeah. And so he's really, really focusing on the big shots. Yeah, and uh, I would assume that according, like, if you look at it from Lopez's perspective, the fight is still up in the air on the scorecard. Oh. So that check hook has been the bane of Saad's existence this whole fight. Oh, big Ooh. right hand by Muhammad. Meanwhile, the touching like lead hand has been the bane of Lopez's existence this whole fight. Oh. Yeah, and Lopez knows he has to like push Saad back and rally. Back into the kitchen with them. Goddamn, these two are so tough. Lopez's right hands are really nice, really tight. Oh, left hook by Muhammad connects. Oh, another right hand Jeez. by Lopez. Check hook by Lopez. Wide left yeah. hook by Muhammad, blocked. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Lopez is like having that rear hand set up for the jab, so like Sod's like hooking around it, kind of like if it was a high guard. Hard, and Lopez doesn't have the reflexes or feet under him to really anticipate that, because Sod is so much faster than there him. There was a big left hook by Muhammad. <sighs> yeah, Gil Clancy oh. is pointing. Gil Clancy's pointing this out, but, like, Muhammad keeps getting off first. Which is, fun fact, what the coach has been literally screaming at him to do the whole fight. <laughs> uh, Ooh, that upper. Muhammad is just uh, a himbo. Oh, oh Right hand staggers Lopez. Another check hook by Lopez. Yeah, I'm just like in awe of Muhammad's durability. And this may not be the cardio best example of it, which is insane. Everything. This is ridiculous. Yes, Matthew yeah, Saad Muhammad. Was, uh... Go ahead. Yeah, Matthew, Matthew Saad Muhammad is one of those fighters whom you really should give a career watch to just because if it isn't insane knockouts, it's just these, but you also feel terrible. Because <laughs> two years because he's twenty six late, he's twenty six years old in this one, and like a year later, he's you can tell physical drop off. Because he had like five fights like this in his career, which is just nuts. Fuck's sake! Like even one of these can do enough damage to make someone experience a, an athletic drop off. 
but yeah, the phone booth exchanges have been like the treat of the fight, but the amount of attrition is just staggering. Yeah, staggering was the word I was going to use as well. Mohammed gets off first. <laughs> That's how you'll be introduced in future podcasts, human. Uh, you get oh, off. Oh, oh. massive uppercut by Mohammed. Lopez goes down. And that secures it. That secures it for Mohammed, I presume. Well, we ain't done yet. Well, true. That was a bad knockdown, by the way. The way Lopez oh, got yeah. up from it is kind of nuts. Oh, another one! Oh, ooh. Big and right if the previous one Mohammed. didn't do it, this one sure will. Nah, he gets Nah. Because fuck my life. Lopez doesn't care. Now would be a great idea to tie up, but then again, <laughs> finding the space to tie Rats. up. Rats. Oh yeah, there was no three knockdown rule. You know, the corner should also throw in the towel or the ref should stop it, but uh, nah. Go sadism, go 1980s boxing. When was the advent of the three knockdown rule? I ooh, ooh right hand done. right on yep, the point of the chin spins Lopez's head around. Yeah, we're that, done. That's yeah. that. Yeah, so um, the three knockdown was, rule was always present. I think it's weird. I think um, it varies from state to state. I believe. Yeah, some fights weirdly will have it, and some fights won't nowadays. Um. And even back then, it, it's just, it's kind of weird. The real question is when the standing eight count got implemented. And I uh, think it mm -hmm. was like, I think that was like the 70s. I don't quite remember. The standing eights are a terrible rule, really. Like, the only thing that it uh, accomplishes is that, like, a ref, the referee more likely would, to... Yeah. yeah, the ref would just walk up to a fighter who's just been staggered. And then, like, look at him, are you all right? And then count to eight, and then back into the kitchen with you. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, what do you think of the fight? Whew. <laughs> I mean, pretty much, yeah. It's incredible, yeah. Really like uh, an exhibition of uh, not only just grit, but also mental discipline. Like mm -hmm. the, the sheer amount of composure it took for both of them to maintain this pace and not run out of ideas and then for Mohammed to find the spots in which he could uh, really hurt Lopez and keep hammering them and then uh, up until the very end just staggering discipline mm -hmm. yeah I was pleasantly surprised by you know Dan in your preamble when you were kind of setting up Mohammed as a fighter that can be goaded into wars which like he absolutely could be, but 
he, the fact that he stayed so like technical and defensively responsible in the midst of these like insane exchanges was really impressive to me. Yep. Yeah, this is one of my favorite fights ever. Like us, there's a lot of discussion of my, the best Matthew Saad Muhammad fight because um, this one isn't the most action packed one, which is fucking bonkers. Um, and it's not the like most skilled of his career, but like it's a great mix of those two while still being just balls to the wall awesome. Um, yeah, this is this is definitely probably one of the twenty best action fights I've ever seen. It's incredible, and round eight I think speaks for itself. I don't really have anything else to say. This fight's fantastic, and hope you. Watch and check out Matthew Saad Muhammad. Yeah. No such thing as a boring Matthew Saad Muhammad fight. That is very, very true. But you all, he also has an incredible life story. And um, if any fighter deserves a movie or like documentary series made about him or book books, it is him. Look at this finishing sequence. Finding his spots. And right there, the right hand comes. Staggers Lopez a little bit. Uncorks this uppercut. Yeah, and that uppercut had been the bane of Lopez's existence this whole fight because he would keep touching. Because Lopez would keep dipping uh, to look for jabs or like counter left hooks or to like smother him. And so that's a really smart choice. Yeah. Another right hand by Muhammad. A leaping left hook to bring the gloves up. And there, the overhand to the temple. He hurt his right hand during training. What? You know, I hadn't noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's obscenely tough. Obscenely, obscenely tough fighter. Well, what can you say? Goddamn. Uh, Goddamn. Goddamn. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. I, I don't think anyone else does either, so I think we'll just wrap it up. Um, yeah. Hope you all... Hope you all enjoyed another Classics episode. Sorry it's been a while. Uh, Work life's been making me very busy. I love doing these and love introducing things. Um, Thank you, Tooman, as usual, for co-hosting, and thank you, Operator, for joining me. I hope you both enjoyed this. Yeah, thanks, Dan. This was great. Yeah, thanks. Always a pleasure. Lots of fun. Uh, Any, uh, hopefully, a repeat appearance from Operator (laughs) soonish. Maybe I'll be less tired and and more voluble next time. I mean, still, hopefully, a really a really good. But I, I was just enjoying myself, which I assume okay. all the that's, listeners also. That is, are, so. that is that's also the point of these. That is the yeah. entire point, pretty much. <laughs> Mission accomplished on that front. Yeah, great introduction to Muhammad. Great introduction to Operator. I would say to the to the pugilistic on on the pugilistic classics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and right. uh, once again, uh, to those listening to this on uh, uh, our podcast platform, 
definitely I would suggest checking out our Patreon, uh, Patreon and subscribing for only three bucks per month. Uh, you also get access to all of our content, stuff like alternate commentaries and uh, also the footage synced up with with uh, our commentary much easier that way. And yeah, definitely a wealth of content. And also at uh, five dollars per month, you can also join our Discord and uh, converse with uh, both the staff and um, like-minded fight fans. So yeah, uh, I get. I suppose that's enough for that. Uh, we can wrap this one up. Then say the word. All right. See you all later. See ya. Bye.